Hello, New Mission. Hello, New Mission. How y'all doing? All right. Y'all all right today? Isn't God good? Huh? Don't he deserve praise? Huh? Don't it all belong to him? Come on, somebody. Clap your hands for Jesus then. He's worthy. He is a worthy God. And I just want to say it's so good to be home. Amen. It's been a while since I've been here, and I just thank God for the opportunity. Amen. To just stand in the land of new mission once again. Amen. Amen. I just feel great being here and seeing all of the faces and seeing everyone that shared with me when I was coming up in here. Amen. And just see that you're still keeping on. Amen. I tell you, God is good to new mission. Amen. And everything that's transpired is moving by the hand of God. Is that right? I want to thank all the preachers, amen, here today for your hospitality. I want to especially thank Pastor Venice in his absence, amen, for allowing me to come and just stand in his place. Amen. It's just so good to see all of you. I just can't, can't tell you enough how I feel today. The Lord, even though I've been through some things, the Lord has still been good to me. Amen. Can I tell you that? Yeah. Amen. And I'm just so happy to be able to stand before you today and let you know that the Lord has allowed me to move on. Can I tell you that? Yeah. Amen. And I am engaged right. to be married again. Amen. Amen. And I just want to let you know that because I'm not that type of guy to keep on running around acting crazy and acting stupid. The Lord has brought me too far. Is that right? And he has blessed me, amen, to be able to find another woman in my life. And a lot of you might have seen it on Facebook, so I might as well tell you. <laughs> Is that right? She's sitting right there behind my brother, Demetria Lattimore. Give her a hand. Amen. She is an evangelist by right, and she is a woman of God. Amen. So I just thank God that he has hooked us up, preparing me for another marriage. Amen. And I praise God for that. Amen. I said, I praise God for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> Amen. You know, every time I stand before the mission, I got butterflies. Is it all right to get these butterflies out? God is able to carry, carry you through. 
makes no difference what this world may do. If you just put all of your trust in Jesus in everything you do God is able to carry you through God is able to carry you through. Makes no difference what this world may do. Just put all of your trust in Jesus. Not some things, but everything, everything you do. God, God is able. God, God. God is able. Can I say it one more time? God, 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 God is able to carry you through. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is able. God is able. God is able. God is able. He's able. God is able. Somebody say yeah. Say yeah. Yes. He's able. Carry. Carry you through makes no difference what this world may do. Can I tell you, put all of your trust in Jesus. Put all of your trust in Jesus. Everything, everything. Everything, everything you do. God is able to carry you through. Hallelujah.
right here. Right here at this hour of preaching. We would that you would share with us from our Lord's Gospel as recorded by Luke. Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. When you have it, let it be known by saying, praise God, I got it. I'll be reading from the New King James Version. It reads for our hearing, then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying there was a certain city in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward, he said within himself, though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? The parable of the persistent woman, widow. Turn to somebody and tell them, don't lose heart. Keep praying. Amen. Don't lose heart. Keep praying. My brothers and my sisters, prayer is a major theme throughout the Gospel of Luke, as well as throughout all Scripture. In our Sunday school lesson on last week at St. Mary, we shared this text and story of the persistent widow. I also looked at the 11th chapter of Luke, where after the disciples of Jesus observed him praying, which Jesus often did, they approached him, asking him to teach them how to pray. More precisely, they asked him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. And this request gives rise to Luke's version of what we know to be the Lord's Prayer, also recorded in Matthew 6, 9 through 13, and better identified as a model for prayer. Are y'all with me? Our text today is an extension of this teaching session on prayer. 
and very easily be read in conjunction with what is taught within the context of Luke 11, 1 through 13. In fact, where our text begins today is thought to immediately follow the conclusion of the context of Luke 11. After Jesus shares an illustrative story about a friend at midnight to emphasize the importance of persistence and a brief discourse on the benefits of asking, seeking, and knocking, expressing God's pleasure in giving to those who ask him. Luke 11:9, Jesus says, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. Is that right? In the parable before us, the theme of persistence continues as we learn the value of positive, persistent prayer, as well as the need for prayer in all of our lives. Or whether we care to acknowledge it or not, can I tell somebody, prayer is beneficial. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, in fact, it's as beneficial to our spiritual survival as air is to our physical endurance. Can I get a witness already? In physical, without the ability to breathe, we become weak and soon die. And in the spiritual, without prayer, we become weak and susceptible to Satan's attack. Or let me tell somebody here that it is true. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. No prayer, no power. Somebody with me already. Never underestimate the worth of prayer. Come on, somebody. I read on Facebook a few days ago a post which stated, prayer is a sin killer, a sick healer, a power giver, a victory gainer, and a blessing promoter. I'm telling you to keep on praying. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Brothers and sisters, can I tell you, prayer does empower us. And through prayer, prayer we gain strength, comfort, stability, and tranquility. Or oh, the songwriter says, oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear all because <laughs> we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, I'm trying to tell somebody prayer makes us effective and effective in our Christian walk and it enables us for uh, spiritual warfare. Y'all hear me? You know we're in a war every day, don't you? Huh? And we cannot beat Satan on our own. So every now and then we have to get down on our knees and ask God for help. Can I get a witness? Prayer also gives us an avenue to commune with the creator. Come on, somebody. It's good every so often to have a little talk with Jesus. Because somebody said having a little talk with Jesus makes everything. 
All right. Somebody know what I'm talking about, huh? Can I get a witness here? How important is prayer? Well, without prayer, spiritually, we suffocate. Come on, somebody. And the more we neglect prayer as part of our daily activities, the more we distance ourselves from the who and the what that can help us overcome the complications and concerns of life. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17 gives us three words of wisdom. It says, pray without ceasing. Is that what it says? And can I tell you, it's ceaseless prayer that is the thesis or the major point within the parable of our text. Come on, somebody know what ceaseless is. Ceaseless means continual. Ceaseless means constant. Ceaseless means persistent. Ceaseless means perpetual, permanent, long-lasting, unending. Huh? Now, this don't mean that every moment of the day we got to pray. But it does mean that prayer should be habitually a part of our everyday life. I tell Miss St. Mary, every now and then, every day, you ought to make some time to talk to your father. Is that right, somebody? Huh? Yeah. In introducing this parable, Jesus says, men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Brothers and sisters, to lose heart means you become discouraged and prone to give up. It means you lose your courage and confidence. It means you stop believing you can succeed. It means you abandon your efforts and quit. Come on, somebody. Yeah, in connection with prayer, it means you lose faith. Huh? And you know what? You should never lose faith when petitioning God. If you don't believe he can do it, why ask him? Come on, somebody. Is that right? In fact, in prayer, it's faith that gets God's attention. Talk to me, somebody. Nothing else gets his attention like prayer can I, and like faith. Can I tell you that? Not the eloquence of our words. Not the pitch of our voice. Not the repetitiveness of our expressions, nor the longevity of dialogue. Look at, look, look at somebody. Help me out. Look at somebody and tell them it's faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Faith beckons God and arouses God because faith honors God. Huh? It says, I believe that there's nothing too hard for God. Huh? Come on, somebody. In prayer, faith is key. In fact, James 5 and 15 declares, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Oh, in Hebrews 11 and 6 is written, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Huh? The term diligent is synonymous with the term persistent. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? 
If you are persistent, you are consistently and unrelentingly uh, resolved to do something in spite of difficulty. Come on, somebody. In spite of obstacle, in spite of frustration, or in spite of opposition. Oh, yeah. In other words, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like, no matter what it feels like, you don't give up. You don't lose heart. You don't lose faith. No matter what the persuasion of others, you stay the course. Huh? Oh, this is the lesson that Jesus teaches on the topic of prayer. He says, don't lose heart. Keep praying. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Dietrich Haddon would say, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. Come on, somebody. God is able to do just what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. And what he say? He's able. Talk to me, somebody. Is he able? I need a witness right here. I say, is he able? Just when I need him most, he came and saved me. He healed me. He delivered me. He raised me up off my sick bed. And I'm here to tell you today, God is able. Can I tell somebody that? Can you say, yes, he is? Or oh, the parable our text is aptly called the parable of the persistent widow. It may also be cross-referenced as the parable of the unjust judge. Oh, yeah, yeah. In it, uh, the narrative begins by informing us that there was a judge in a certain city that did not fear God, nor did he care about what people thought. Yeah, yeah, he is approached by a widow, beseeching him for justice. Now, now, in the parable, we are not given her predicament, uh -uh, but only for appeal for resolution. And we know through the parable, via the words of the judge himself, that her appeal was ongoing. In other words, she kept coming to the judge for the judge to do something to help her out. Are y'all with me? And she's coming, kept coming because she knew he had the ability. She knew he had the authority to do something. So she kept coming. Look at somebody and tell somebody, keep coming. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and you know what? Being a widow here, being a widow here, it was likely that somebody was trying to take advantage of her. Yeah, yeah, being a widow. It's like that, 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 that likely that someone was attempting to cheat her out of her money or her land left to her by her husband, which was prevalent at the time of our text and even prevalent with the day in which we live. Huh? which is why we need to safeguard our widows from the predators and the shysters who prey upon them. Y'all hear me? Uh, in biblical times, in biblical times, women, especially widows, had few legal rights. Is that right? Note the Old Testament story of Ruth, 
who, who, who along with her mother-in-law, Naomi, returned to Bethlehem as widows with no legal rights to claim the land that had belonged to their husbands. Fortunately, though, uh, for Ruth, there was Boaz. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Who became her kinsman, huh? her redeemer. The widow of our text probably had none, so she makes her appeal to the judge. In Jesus' parable, this widow not only had to hurdle uh, of being a female, but she also had to deal with an unjust judge who neither had reference for God, I told you, or concern for the sentiments of others. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before him stood, she stood and, and was dismissed again and again. But before him, she repeatedly cried out for justice. And because she was relentless in her pursuit of assistance, he ruled in her favor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, 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 knew, she knew he could do it. And her persistence paid off. Huh? As we prepare to leave you here, can I tell you, Jesus tells this parable to teach us that our Father, who art in heaven, is waiting to hear from us. Huh? That our Father, who art in heaven, will avenge his own elect, who cry out day and night to him. The message is, don't worry. The message is, don't quit. The message is, don't doubt. The message is, don't lose heart. But keep on praying. And keep on asking. And keep on seeking. And keep on knocking. The message is what Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two: Have faith in God. And I need y'all to tell me one time, ain't God all right? I'm here to tell somebody that faith will move mountains. Faith will calm fears. Faith will uh, produce miracles, uh, and faith will uh, bring what you need to pass. Uh, yes, it will. Uh, I hear Jesus saying, uh, whatever thing you ask, uh, when you pray, uh, believe uh, that you will receive them. Uh, and you will have them. Tell me another time. Ain't God all right? Yes, he is. Somebody need to know today. You must believe that nothing is too hard for God. Jeremiah 32 and 17 confirms that fact. It says, Lord God, behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. He went on to say, there is nothing too hard for God. Can I get a witness? 
no promise he cannot keep no prayer he cannot answer no problem he cannot solve and no person he cannot save reach over and tell somebody God can do it yes he can in fact the word says now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us and that power is our faith tell somebody keep on believing don't lose heart keep on praying don't give up on God because God won't give up on you I need a witness here somebody tell me ain't God able ain't God able I want to tell you today keep on pursuing him Keep on calling out to him. Keep on trusting him. Never doubt God. God can do anything but fail. Can I get a witness? When you're down, he can lift you up. When you're sick, he can heal you. When you're broke, he can put money in your pocket. I need you to help me right now. Uh, tell somebody, uh, push, uh, pray until something happens. Uh, push, uh, pray until someone hears. Uh, push, uh, don't let go. Uh, push, uh, don't give up. Uh, push, uh, don't quit. Uh, push, uh, don't lose hope. Uh, keep on praying. Uh, God will fight your battles. Keep on praying. God will see you through. Keep on praying. God will give you strength. Keep on praying. God will turn your situation around. God will turn everything upside down. Pray in the morning. Pray in the noonday, pray in the evening, in the midnight hour, when you need the Lord, go down on your knees, say, Lord, I need you, come and see about me, I'm a witness, I'm a witness, he will, he will come and see about you yes he will it don't matter what you're going through it don't matter who's against you call on jesus call on jesus and can i tell somebody you can go ahead on and shout now the battle is not yours it is the laws he will he will, he will, 
He will! He will fight for you! Yes, he will! I need a witness. Somebody done tried him. Somebody done tried him. Is he good? Is he good? Won't he come see about you? Somebody say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. I heard the old folks say, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. He pitied my every groan. I heard him say, long, as long, it might be tomorrow, but as long, might be next week, but as long as I live, and trouble rise. I'm gonna haste, hasten to his throne. Devil, get behind me. Devil, you can't do me no harm. I got Jesus, and that's enough. I got Jesus, and that's enough. Anybody got him? Anybody got him? Say yes. Say aye! Say aye! Yeah! I don't know who I was talking to besides myself. This word is for somebody. He told me to tell you, don't lose heart. Uh-uh. Keep on praying. The doors of the church are open. <laughs>